to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey, guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Bella Twins. Hey, guys, this is Cole Cabana. Hi, I'm Barbie Blank. Hey, everybody, this is Joseph Park. Hey, guys, my name is Uli Lato Hey, this is Ken and Anita Corsini. This is Showtime, Eric Young. WWE Superstar Natalia. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your Pope Burke. It's me, DDP. Hey, this is Gail Sam TNA Knockout. This is Christopher Daniels. And what I like to do on my off is listen to the rap. And now, you are And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm gonna break you, bitch, you hear me? You can laugh, but you can't touch. <laughs> Ruthless aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and chewed tobacco. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie! Here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out YouTube.com/slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. It is our 11th anniversary. We have been doing this show for 11 years, if you can believe it. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. 
you know, we've had as many seasons as Cheers, which is why the graphics and intro were Cheers themed. Oh, I thought we were going to a bar and going to get beer. We could do shots. Do shots. It's our birthday. Right. We it could is, do shots. It is, it is a celebration. It is a night of celebrating 11 years of the rack. Because why the hell not? Chat, if you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. You can support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. Yes, where everybody knows your name. That's why there's all the names that we've been along the way. Or a majority of them. Because there were more than that. But, we, you know, things. Anyway, you can also use credit card rocket sock equivalents and order the Fortnite Amps for Epic Game Store. Because hashtag Epic Partner. I always forget how many people we've talked to. Like, just because we hear the same, like, voices every week when we roll into the show. And sometimes I forget all the people that we've we've interviewed over the years. And it's it's something, man. It's It's definitely something. It is a who's who's of, of names that we have talked to from many genres of sports and entertainment, whether it be Brian Shields, an author, whether it be Yuli Latukefu, an actor. Before he blew up. Before he blew up on The Young Rock, which we wanted to talk about that, but they, 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 said, let us. they said no. Uh, we've talked to... Um, some of the biggest names in WWE, Seth Rollins, right before his, right after a big night at the Royal, before the Royal Rumble, and before his big cash in at WrestleMania, we talked to him. We talked to Hall of Famers like Shawn Michaels, Diamond Dallas Page. We've talked to Impact Wrestling stars like Joseph Park. We were one of the few that interviews that he was doing back then originally, so that was pretty cool. We had, um, we Trish Stratus was our first guest. We've had Christopher Daniels and Frankie Gazarian a few times because people like throwing him them our way, which we're grateful for. We've talked to Rob Schomberger before Rob Schomberger was Rob Schomberger of WWE fame. Yep. He was just starting out. Like, we talked to reality TV stars from Flipper Flop. Um, we talked to Vis- Vic Joseph before Vic. You know what? We're, we're, the, we're the show that, like, everybody talks to and then they get big. Because, fun fact about the Vic Joseph interview, because it was not Vic Joseph at the time. It, it was, was Nick Trivialante. There you go. She remembers how to say the name. Um, he reached out to us. He wanted to be on our show. I feel awful about that too because I was right in the middle of moving when he did it. Yeah, but he well, he was like he liked our show, wanted to be a part of it, and so that's why we we talked to him. Um, I wonder if he still listens. Who knows? Um, Hi, he, if you do. He's a bit busy these days. He is he he is a bit busy doing his WWE thing, but I hope all is well for him. But yeah, so we've talked to who's who's of, of cast of characters. We, we Drew McIntyre's, Renee Paquette's. You know, we we there are a few that have slipped through. Someone's still on hold, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. he'll he'll dig it, sucker. Um, yeah, that's still my fun, funniest one that ever never happened. We've talked to Edge, like we talked to you last week, you know, because I'm waited for him forever, And but he was an awesome interview. We've talked to Chris Jericho, Jim Ross. I talked to uh, Pete Gass during a blizzard to promote, oh, yeah, his, to, to promote his book. He came in from shoveling and we, me and him and sat to did an interview for 40 minutes because uh, it was bl- the blizzard here in the Northeast. But, you know, that's how things go like that. Pat Patterson we had on the show. We, we, yep. we just Yeah. 
And this is just me thinking of the names off the top of my head, but yeah. We've, we've done a lot in 11 years. A lot. By the way, speaking of doing a lot, check out the Mac Extra Reviews, the ultimate cookbook. Gamer's Cookbook, now available at MacRadioShow.com. Ding! So, ah, memories. Good, good memories. And as always, we are grateful to everybody who listens to the show, whether you tune in live, whether you listen to the archives. We love and appreciate every single one of you, because without you, we probably, well, let's be real, we would still be doing this. But we do appreciate that you listen. And, and chat, there, there, for the special show, there's a channel reward. You can do fireworks pyro, because of celebrating, and it's very cheap. There are new commands. You can slap a person in chat. You have to add the name. So if you want to slap at King Kittens, you can do exclamation point, I, slap wait, at King Kittens. Wait, I can slap Brit? Yeah. Wait, wait, I want to try this. It's at, it's exclamation point slap at the username. So you can do it slap at exclamation point slap at King Kittens in chat. I can't do it because he's not in chat. Oh, wait, there we go. It works. Or or you can do exclamation point toy at a person. Toy? Exclamation toy at person. Just if you if you would like to try it. So, for example, at King Kitten. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> that's mean. There's a cooldown. Otherwise, so you can't do it like back to back. Just as a, yeah, you can't spam it. Yeah, there's a, there's like a thirty second or a minute cooldown on the command, so you can't like spam things because I don't want spam. So you can do that minutes. You get one minute, I think, to to before in between. So it, it's it's fine. Um. So yeah, there's new new toys to play with in, hey. in chat because I worked on things during the week. So there you go. Anyway, that's all the. the you know, stuff are surrounding the show. Let's get into the show. Let's get into news presented as always by MBG Films. YouTube.com slash MBG1211. Alrighty. So, starting with WWE, the backstage interviewer shakeup is on. Jackie Redman will now move to Raw and co-host the PLE pre-shows. Kathy Kelly is moving to SmackDown with Kayla Mega Morant will now be in Stanford hosting Raw Talk, SmackDown Lowdown, International TV, and Twitch. Got the, she got the Twitch assignment. So yeah, so the biggest change is Kathy is moving away from some, like, from, from Rhea. And, you know, she's, she's probably upset about that one. But she gets to reunite with Dakota when Dakota's back and Bailey and all them. So there's positives and negatives on, on the change, which me, which basically means Jackie Redmond signed a brand new deal with WWE to get a bump up because she got the whole variety article and everything about all the changes. It's like, yep, yep. she got the brand new gig deal. So did Scott Sanford leave? No, he's still he's still doing he still hosts international TV as well and whatever those shows are he he hosts them probably alongside Jackie Redman or now Megan Morant because that's who he was hosting with like he's one of the longest reigning employees at the moment because he just goes up to Stanford because he worked in New York yeah (laughs) he doesn't have to deal with anything else other than hey it's syndication television if you need someone to do it this week in WWE Scott Stanford is your man. Hey, it's an easy paycheck. It is, in fact, an easy paycheck for him. So, that's it for WWE. That's all we have. So, moving on to AEW, they have had quite the week. Um, the biggest story is that AEW Fight Forever is now available, I believe, on all platforms. So, if you are interested in purchasing the game, you can, in fact... You stuck gum in my hair that's rude of you. Um... My hair! Exclamation point toy. Anyway. You shot my hair, son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, Fight Forever is out and available, um, for your playing pleasure. So if, if you would like to play it, you can buy it. 
and go on your platform and purchase it because I have no idea how much it is. But it is out. It is available. And the reviews, the reviews have been mixed. Reviews are mixed and just we'll, we'll talk about it down the road. Yeah, it's this is quite literally it came out today. It dropped today. So obviously you're going to have different reviews. This is the setup. It's Fight Forever has a different concept than what the WWE games are. WWE puts a game out pretty much every year. Fight Forever is meant to be updated as it goes, so they are not going to necessarily release a new version of the game every year, but they are going to make updates as they move forward. Um, so we'll see how the game performs with the updates as they come um, versus what it is right now. Because obviously what it is right now, this is the base level, this is the foundation of the game and how it's all going to function, and then they can make changes later on. Indeed. So it, it could get it, better. It's $60 on all of the platforms that you get your video games on, and like I said... Talk about it down the road. So moving on from that, All Out Week is announced. Dynamite will air live along with Rampage tapings Wednesday, August 30th at the Now Arena. Collision will air live from the United Center on Saturday, September 2nd. And that will be followed by All Out Live on September 3rd, also from the United Center. So they're going back to Chicago again Yep. in September. Yep. Good God, would you lay off Chicago? So they're going from London to Chicago. Well, that makes sense because it's easy flight. But I'm just saying that's that's what that's they're doing all in one weekend to all out the following weekend. Don't 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 use that. That's slander. Um, she is a AEW expert. Um, anyway, no, I'm not. It's slander. If Brent, if, if if Brent was here, he would give you the stats and figures from Forbidden Door. She did well. No, no. <laughs> See, somebody stuck gum in your hair. Ha! Thank you. That one girl revived. I appreciate it. Um. So, well, at least at least they're going to be having fun. Uh, moving on, Johnny TV is now with AEW. Yeah, Johnny TV, Johnny Nitro, John Morrison, Johnny Impact, Johnny whatever he wants to call himself these days is with with AEW. Good for him. Blood and Guts has been announced. It will be in Boston on July 19th. Yeah, so uh, the big cage match will be there in Boston, and they're probably going to, uh, you know... People will speculate that Mercedes Mer, 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 Mercedes Monet. I was gonna say Martinez. Mercedes Monet will be there because it's in Boston. We'll if she, see if, if she's healthy. If she's healthy, we'll see because she's she's still recovering from a broken ankle. So. Yep, but that that, and... doesn't, that doesn't stop anyone from appearing anywhere. No, it doesn't. Um, and also, Grand Slam has been announced for September twentieth, but no. City is listed. Grand Slam will be taking place in New York City, which is the wherever they hold the big tournament, where the tennis tournament, whatever the tennis stadium. Oh, okay, okay, the U.S. Open. Yeah, wherever they hold the U.S. Open, that's Grand Slam. So whatever that that building is, is um where uh Grand Slam will take place. The yearly tradition. Ding. Moving on to Impact. Trinity, formerly known as Naomi, has been cast in Queen of the Ring, a film that's based on women's wrestling legend Mildred Burke. So. Awesome news from her. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats to her. I think Charlotte's in that, and I think Liv was in it, too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So go her. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Keep keep going. Keep doing your thing. Um, And with that... Blame Brents. Blame Brents. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's Injury Roundup. All right. What we got? Sorry. It cuts out every time. I know. What's fine? <laughs> so... Unfortunately, uh, we do have some bad news coming out of Forbidden Door. It seems that Brian Danielson royally broke his forearm. Hashtag blame Brent. Looks like it's the, it's not the disco radius. It's, I don't know the technical term, but it got snapped pretty good. 
It's broken in half. It is broken in half. He didn't think it was that bad when he at the press conference. He thought, oh, it's fractured. It'll be fine. But you see the, the big old bone broken in his arm because he didn't have his arm in the right place for an elbow drop, apparently. That, that, that was the cause of it. He, he, his arm was in, in the wrong spot, so he, the person landed on him, Okada, wrong way, and, well, arm goes snap. In another match, CM Punk got elbow dropped in the balls. So... He did break, I think, his ulna, which is the bottom arm bone, but it might have been the radius. He broke one part of his arm. Uh, so. it does. This article does not tell me what it was. They put out the x-ray. It's not pretty. <laughs> it was not pretty, no. So... Hopefully, Ryan, Brian gets better very soon. Or, you know, on schedule, because reasons. But it's not good. No, it's not good. There's no word yet on if he has to have surgery or anything like that. Um, and, I and, don't know. And just you... just so for for time frame, he wrestled 10 minutes with the broken arm. The Ona is the skinnier, smaller bone. Okay, so let me find the x-ray, and then we can determine... Yeah, was, let's let's figure out what bone he, bro- he broke, because, you know, that's important. It is very important. It's very important to know what what the armies broke. Um, yeah, chat, we're going to play doctor. So we're going to do a thing. We're going to import this. We're doing live technical things. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Right there. We're going to WebMD this shit. As you can see on your screen right now, the blown up version, there's the break. One that's <laughs> nasty too, I believe that's the radius. Or is that the ulna? I don't know, but that that's what it is. So if you out there can know what what the thing is That here, needs surgery. That needs surgery. That that that's broken pretty good. Uh that looks like based on Google the the radius. There you go. Because it's on top. Okay. So, so that, he has broken his radius bone. Yeah, and then wrestled ten minutes with it. Like <sighs> these wrestlers. Well, I think at some point it's like you break it and then it's adre- the adrenaline in the yeah. moment. You just don't really feel it that much. So that's probably why he was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fine. It's good because and the arm isn't completely broken through like the other bone is good. So like he still had like his arm wasn't flopping around. So it was it was like, OK, well, I still have some stuff in it. So that's probably why he thought it was just fractured because it was like, oh, well, I, it's not it's not broken, broken. It's just kind of broken. So we can, we're good. We can still go. Yeah, I just have on. to wonder if he like fractured it. And then like in the course of wrestling 10 minutes, he just broke it further. He said he knew once it happened that it was broken. So I don't think anything did more to it. But I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV or the internet either. So I don't know. I didn't sleep at a holiday in last night, so I couldn't tell you. It's not a compound. I mean, yeah, it's not a compound, but still. That That is painful, and hopefully he feels better over the course of time, because that's not going to be a soon thing. That's going to be... So, that... All In is on the 24th? 26th of August. He's cleared on the... If you do the timeline, he would be cleared five days beforehand. So, here's where we're at. Will he make it to the Big London show? We'll we will have, have to see and figure that one out. I bet he will. So... There you go. We'll we'll figure it out. Anyway, with that, I say we take a break. I say we take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we're talking all about Money in the Bank, which is WWE's big London show, which is going to come from London, obviously, this Saturday at 3 p.m. on the Peacocks and the WWE Networks. So you don't want to miss it. You're listening to Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back.
Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked. What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go Stone Cold Simpson. What is the greatest of all time? Saturday nights. We decide from sports, video games, movies, and even the X-rated. You help us decide what is the greatest of all time. It is the greater than great debate, a part of your Saturday night. Event. CB Radio. Saturday night. Midnight is Houston. 11.30. On the Wild Talk Radio Network. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a case sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Did you know you can use support a creator code ROCKNSOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's R-O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana of the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to the Rack Radio Show. The Wildcat Network. Wild Talk Radio. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wild Talk Radio. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to Rack Radio, the Wildcat Radio Network. Wild Talk. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we should keep it. I think it's funny. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to Rack Radio. On Wild Talk Radio. Perfect. Wait, I'll do Rack Radio Show, sir. All right, one more time. One more time. Hey, guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to the Rack Radio Show on Wild Talk Radio. Take four. I'm going to take four. (laughs) Now I don't feel so bad. There you go.
And welcome back to the rack right here on wildtalkradio.com. But to our friends over at MBG Films, check them out at youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on rackradioshow.com, wildtalkradio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. We are back, or should I say, is it Wildcat Network? Something like that. that? Something like that. That, that that was a fun interview. It was a fun interview. <laughs> Although I felt like really, really bad because when we were in the middle of the interview, and just just for record, sometimes I have to do these while I'm at work. Well, back, um, well, back then. Back then, yeah. Like when I still had to go into the office because like, I work full time from home now. Thank you, COVID. Um, but back when I had to go into the office full time, um, I would have to like take a lunch break whenever we were going to do the interviews. So like, and they always schedule the interviews at like one or two in the afternoon. And so like, I had excused myself and took my laptop into like an office, just like, or into a uh, meeting room real quick, because I was like, okay, I'm going to do this interview. So I'll just go in the meeting room. That's like five feet from my desk. And right in the middle of the interview, like my boss fucking walks in. It happened on, um, oh shit. What was the other one that I was like so sick and we did it. I don't remember. It was EC3. Happened on EC3, too. Mm. That she, like, walked in on me, and I was, like, in there doing, like, doing doing the interview with full headset and everything, and she just walks in, and I'm like, what are you doing? So, yeah, that's that's a fun little anecdote about the Cole Cabana, and, like, completely threw me. After that, I felt awful. Like, I felt like I just, like, because <laughs> it's, like, it ruined the whole, like, vibe thing going on. Because eh, it happens. So I felt bad. It's like, damn it. Um, But we, we're here to talk money in the bank. Um, which is, like I said, this Saturday coming from London, England. It will be at 3 p.m. Eastern time here in the U.S. Um, so clock that back for wherever you live. Check, um, and it will be live on the Peacocks. Huh? Check time and availability in your network. <laughs> it will be on the Peacocks here in the U.S. and it will be on the WWE Network elsewhere. Um, or you, I believe, can still get it on traditional pay-per-view. I have no idea. You can still get it um, on traditional pay-per-view. And hopefully by Saturday, my peacock works. So uh, here we go. Cross fingers. <laughs> crossing fingers on that, because he has to talk about it on Sunday. Um, <laughs> Comcast fixed your stuff. <laughs> I didn't check mine today. I need to check mine. Like, it's... Okay, so before we get into it, so his peacock's fucked up, right? Because what Comcast did is they... Ended they, the, they ended their basically they gave Peacock away for free to their Xfinity subscribers and well as of the twenty sixth they decided hey you no longer can get it for free you can there are ways you still can get it from Comcast for free whether depending on your internet service or if you're a rewards member well the the, the crossover the transition everything like that well they through the entire process. There was a national outage because they could not transition people correctly. So here we are. Now but what's you, funny... Be, before you could do, you think, you know, they would want to keep their subscriber numbers up, but apparently they did not. So <laughs> they, they, they took it away from people. So uh, <laughs> good luck with that one, Peacock. <laughs> right? But what's funny is his is fucked up. Mine is not. Mine is fine. So I don't know, I don't know what's going on with it because like my parents have it and theirs is fucked up too. So Lindsay's probably been charged. I have not been charged. I have a ticket number. In fact, I probably have two ticket numbers of them trying to fix it. I should probably call them tomorrow. 
Yeah, because I think my bell, or my, my bell, my bill had already printed right when they did it. You probably should check yours too, Matt, because uh, Xfinity, um... Yeah, you need if okay. So this is a this is a PSA to everybody. If you have Peacock before Saturday, if you're planning to watch Money in the Bank, check your cock to make sure it still works. Okay, it might be having performance issues. By by the way, exclamation point clip now works. So we're where? So we're where? Anywho, I have no shame in saying that. I know. I'm just informing. I forgot that was the one other thing I, I worked on this week. Exclamation, you have the clip exclamation point clip works. Okay. It captures the last 30 seconds or whatever. Eh, whatever. No, We're talking I'm, about whatever. Peacock. It's, it's the it's joke. Fine. No, one, no one clipped it. I'm just letting people know in the future when you were playing Fortnite or anything like that and you have a moment and you go, hey, hey I want to clip it and I don't want to hit the button. Exclamation point clip. Hey. So, all right. Let's talk about money in the bank um let's get the matches so, let's get the ladder matches out of the way let's talk about them first okay so we're gonna do them together let's pair them together men's and women's so on your men's side you have ricochet shinsuke nakamura la knight santos escobar butch damian priest and logan paul and for the women you have Zelina vega becky lynch zoe stark bailey eo sky and trish stratus these are both toughies they are. Um, you're looking at it, and for the men, there's really only a f- couple candidates that you can really go, hey, I could see them being a world champion. Do I see Ricochet as a world champion? No, not not particularly, no. Do I see Santos Escobar right now as world champion? Probably not. Same goes for Butch. Butch will be the crowd favorite, or you, one would assume because it's London and he's from there, England and such, so you would think he would be the crowd favorite. Everyone's pick right now is L.A. Knight. Yeah, and, and rightfully so. He's beyond popular right now, and everyone is liking what he's doing and and stuff like that. And then there's the Logan Paul factor that people are like, well, they want to put him in the match for him to lose. But then you think about it. He's never, he doesn't win. <laughs> he loses everything he's in. He's there to be, he and Ricochet are there to be the spot monkeys. And, and, and they're going to have, they're going to set something up together where they're going to have a big moment and hopefully they don't, I don't know, kill each other <laughs> along the way. You know? Mm-hmm. You hope that's not sort of a thing. It's like, oh, hey, I'm just, we're just going to kill each other. No, you hope that does not happen for them. And then on the women's side, it's some of the most stacked roster you can possibly put together. You yeah, have, you, this is, the women's is harder to pick than the men's because you're sitting here looking at it and you're like, oh, oh, damn, this could go a lot of different ways. You have one Hall of Famer, two bound to be Hall of Famers. And then three other talents who are on the rise in WWE in Zoe Stark, Io, and Zelina. I mean, they've done surprising things before, like Zelina won King, Queen of the Ring. Like they, they could make her win Money in the Bank. I don't expect Zelina to pull it out because I think the star power is too heavy. But I don't think the Hall of Famers or Hall of Famers to be are the ones that walk out of it. I think it comes down to Eo and Zoe for the women. Yeah, I would kind of agree with that. I would love to see Zelina take it just because I love Zelina and I want to see them do something with her. But you have to look at your women's champions. So you have Asuka and Rhea. And it's really who in this match could pull the surprise out on Asuka or Rhea. And the answer 
It's like, it, you could go with Becky, or you could go with Bailey. Like, either way, it would be fine. But honestly, I would like to see it to go to somebody who's on the rise, someone like Eo or someone like Zoe, who are, they are very much behind, and they are pushing, because they put her with trash. Or trash. Trish. <laughs> <laughs> they put her with trash. No, they put her with Trish. Um, apologies. And, yes, trash. Uh, they put her with Trish. Thank you, Trash. Trash? Um, so they put her with Trish, and those two will help each other out. The question is the alliances in the match. So you have Zoe and Trish and Bailey and EO. But Bailey and, and EO have kind of been on the out. Yeah, they're not on the She's same the heel page. Is fine. You know. So could we see the end of uh, damage control here? Because Dakota's out. She's hurt. And Bailey, they weren't necessarily getting along before Dakota got hurt. Unless they add a, a third back into damage control to sort of mend the fences, as it were. But who would you add? Well, the name I would add, and it would help in this country, on Tegan Knox. You could do Teagues. Have a Tegan replace Dakota. Oh god, that would be so, that would be so awkward. But imagine, but just, and then when she comes back, then you can reunite, reunite them. That would be awesome. After the hypothetical turn, in theory. Uh, Is there a cage involved? Are there crutches um, involved? I don't know. Maybe. But I mean, since we're talking hypothetically. Just hypothetically. I mean, you never know. So there's all that. There's all that speculation. I don't know. I'm looking forward to them. I feel like these two matches are going to be hard to follow at times, but there's enough on the show where it's like, I only see one match that could possibly get outshined. So you would, basically, if I'm the women's tag, I want to be far away from either Money in the Bank match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's just that's just me i would want to be far away and not anywhere near the, the money in the bank ladder match in terms of the crowd because the crowd will probably need a minute but it's, it's again it is a uk crowd like puerto rico they were hot for pretty much everything and the expectation is the sold out crowd at, at the the o2 in london is going to be on fire i can't wait for them to sing the bailey again and she get really pissed off and, and try to hide the smile because that's what bailey does these days um so there is that. So going to the men, who's walking out the winner? I don't know. And here's where I'm at with it. LA Knight is really the obvious choice. They're behind him. They're pushing him. And you have you have really an open opportunity for him because you have both Seth and Roman now with two champions. So rather than LA Knight going up against Roman, even though he could, he could go up against Seth. That's if Seth retains. And then they made it clear you can also fight for any other championships of the U.S. title. They're, kind of, it, it, they're all options. But mainly you go after Seth Rollins in the World Heavyweight title. That's what this yeah, is for. Yeah. I mean, you've had you've had the NXT titles come up in the past, but no. It's like if, if you get a free contract for a title, you go for the big title. Um, because that's your one shot anytime, anyplace to become World Heavyweight Champion. He could do the most with it. He's the best mouthpiece for it. But I'm going to propose something because i like drama and that's what wrestling is in part is drama soap opera and types um let's talk about damian priest okay so judgment day yes has been plugging away they've been doing things they've been starting to push judgment day yes again 
But they're pushing Judgment Day in the way where they're sp- they're splitting them into two parts. Pretty much, you have Rhea and Dom doing their thing, and then you have Finn and Damien. And Finn and Damien are not one hundred percent on the same page right now. And what would be really, really, really interesting and cause just a little bit of drama is if you say have Damien Priest win Money in the Bank. And then you could either have him cash in on Seth Rollins after Seth beats Finn, or you have Damien and Finn sort of stare each other down if Finn beats Seth. Very similar to the Roman scenario of, well, we have the insurance policy because we have both the title and the money in the bank. And, you know, Finn's like, Damien and I are boys. We're cool. Damien's not going to attack me. He's not going to take my title. Mm-hmm. He's going to let that thing run out. But it's that ever-present sort of Damocles in the group, right? Oh, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Nothing's going wrong. We're fine until they're not fine. Because Damien Priest has 365 days to cash that in. And sooner or later, Judgment Day will break up. And if Finn still has the title when they break up, hey, guess what? I want my shot and you can't say no because I have the guaranteed contract. Let's fight. I like that scenario quite a bit in my brain. Okay. I don't know if anybody else likes it. Um, I'm going to pick Damien Priest. Okay. I'm going to be wrong, but I'm going to pick Damien Priest. I'm okay with that as a pick. But we're going to ride the train. L.A. Knight. Yeah. So, we asked the Wheel of Fun, who's winning Money in the Bank? Longspin. Ricochet. It said Ricochet. So, Ricochet for the men's, which now we need to pick a name for for the eight ball. Who who should we, we... choose let's choose shinsuke so mad as a magic eight ball i ask you the following question does shinsuke nakamura win money in the bank most likely wow mm-hmm. wow i'm i'm surprised that the eight ball's going that way okay okay i can see it i can see it happening so interesting very very interesting and then we now ask the magical wheel of fun for the women who because we haven't picked the women oh yeah we haven't picked the women yeah that's right cool we haven't picked the women this is me also setting up the wheel so i was just talking as i was doing it hey who's winning winning the women's side who do you think you go first i don't think it's zelina i don't think it is um i don't think it's trish i don't think it's bailey or mm, becky's it's the one thing becky hasn't done right yeah it's the one accomplishment becky doesn't have is we'll hear six money in the bank ladder match. It's bound, like she's a very strong possibility of winning this thing. Very strong. Will she? I am not a hundred percent sure. But she, I like. She Go could. Ahead. She could actually win, win it. But she's Becky Lynch. She doesn't need a briefcase. But it's a good way to inject her back into the title picture without much setup. Because you have on the women's side, you have Asuka and Rhea. And if you want to get to Becky versus Rhea, there's a real easy way to do that. You just give Becky the briefcase. Now, Becky could fail. You give her the briefcase and she loses. Yeah. That is a possibility. And then you go and she loses potentially through nefarious means, aka Dom Dom. And so, you know, you build the feud from there. She's been out there doing the media, the national media, promoting Money in the Bank, so I could very much see her winning. 
I want to shake things up. I want to create some chaos and damage control. I am putting the briefcase on Eo Shirai, aka Eo Sky, and she's gonna walk out, miss money in the bank. I'll go Eo too. I. I, I like Zoe, but I don't think Zoe's quite ready for the money in the bank. No. EO, EO's been waiting for quite a while. And if you want to shake things up, if you want to have her, you want to build a new star, you do it with EO. No offense to Zelina, because Zelina's awesome, but let's go with EO. So that leads to the magical wheel of fun. Long spin. Trish Stratus. <laughs> So we have Trash Stratus, okay? <laughs> it's her alter ego, y'all. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So that leads to the Magic 8 Ball. Magic 8 Ball, does Zoe Stark win money in the bank? Asking later. Okay, Magic, Magic 8 Ball, does Zelina Vega win? You may rely on it. So there you go, Zelina Vega Ooh. for the 8 Ball. All right, speaking of Dom Dom, let's talk about it. Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. This is going to be interesting. The heat reaction he's going to get is going to be outstanding. It's going to be amazing. I mean, if you think what here in the States is getting, this match can last 20 minutes, Matt, of them just standing in the ring and them booing Dom. They don't have to do anything for this match to be something because the crowd is going to tell the story with Dom. That's the great thing about Dom right now. He doesn't have to do anything if he's in there with a main eventer. They can do a headlock takeover Dom takes over Cody with a headlock and the crowd will just boo. It's going to be amazing. This is an easy match for both men involved. Should it go 20? No. It'll probably go about 12. There is the the factor of one Brock Lesnar because he could be flying overseas to, to cost Cody this match. Imagine Cody Rhodes loses to Dom. Ooh, that'd be great. Then you put Dom in the title picture against Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Come on. That's great television. Dom, world champion. Come on. That'd be great. You can wait on Cody in terms of making him a champion. Yeah. And Co- the Cody, story is between... Co- Co- Cody's nowhere near the belt anytime soon. Yeah, it's and they're saving Roman for Cody. And Roman is currently otherwise busy. So, yeah. honestly, you need a challenger for Seth for SummerSlam. I can get behind Dominic. Because here's the thing. Dominic's done the work, man. And he would be an amazing upset for Seth if Seth retains the title. Yeah. He would be a fantastic upset. And here's the other thing to build on the theory that I have. If Finn wins the title, what does that do to Judgment Day with Dominic beating Cody? And Dominic's like feeling himself. He's like, yo, give me the title. Mm -hmm. I want a shot. Let me have a shot. Let me go. Let me go at SummerSlam. Like, the better story is Dominic and Seth, obviously, because the, the, the few would be fantastic. But just the internal issues, like, Damien wins the Money in the Bank, Finn wins the title, and there's Dominic trying to be the upstart. Yeah. Loyalty's divided. Come on, man. And then there's just Rhea in the background, like, eh, I can start shit with this. Yeah. So, I, I think Cody's on the hard road, and you know what? I could see Dominic pulling it out by nefarious means. He'll have Rhea at ringside. I think she's going. Oh, she's there. And we saw all watch the video. She's there. So, and she doesn't have a match. No, but yeah, she doesn't have a match. So she'll be there in his corner and Cody won't have anybody. So yeah. Dominic can pull it out. Dominic could really pull it out. The last known whereabouts of Brock it was about 10 days ago and he was still in the States. So he could be flying over. He could definitely be flying over. Um... I th- I think Brock could cost Cody, and then Dom gets the win. But I think they're gonna say Brock for Monday on Raw. 
Just call me crazy. I think that's when we see him again. But it wouldn't surprise me if he shows up at Money in the Bank. That said, if Brock's not there, Cody wins. I, I think that's pretty much a clear thing. It's Cody's going to win. Um, maybe? I don't know. It's hard to say. Because Dominic's got a lot of momentum right now. And he's got that nuclear level heat. And it would just be like something for him to be Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Oh, imagine I beat Cody Rhodes? Because he needs a new thing. He needs a new shtick. Like, the whole jail time Dominic has run its course, and they've kind of, like, walked away from it a little bit. But, like, for Dominic to pull out a victory on Cody Rhodes? Dude. Dude. When talk about hard times, I, I've served hard times in and out of the ring. I beat Cody Rhodes. You know what? I'm going to be different. I'm going to go Dominic. I want Dominic to win. Just just for the promos. Just for the drama. Just for the drama. Okay, Will. Wrestler 1. Who's that on our sheet? Seth Rollins. Or, excuse me, Cody Rhodes. Wrong match. <laughs> Wrong match! I was already um, looking at the next match. Uh, April, does Dom win? I know how to host this, host this show, I promise. After 11 years, she knows how to host After this show. After 11 years. After 11 long years. Most likely for Dom, so Dom is going to walk out victorious. Mm, I'm screwed. So, I already talked about it. So, Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. This is... What seven, eight years in the making for for the champ? Seven years in the making for a championship. They fought a month ago in the tournament for the title in the finals, but here they are one on one for the said championship in the ring. Seth Rollins is the reigning defending. Oh my God, what is he going to wear in British lore? Oh, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, can only imagine what Seth freaking Rollins is gonna wear on Saturday afternoon, taking on Finn Balor. This is gonna be a really good match. Can we all get all the complaints out of the way? Why did this match close to the show? Why is the world heavyweight title being treated as a second fiddle? Because reasons. Because Because the, the bloodline civil war is going on and we care about that more. Okay? <laughs> we good? Bloodline is your main event. Bloodline will always be your main event when he's on the show. It's Roman. To get, get over it. Actually, I can see this one opening. They open with the world and they close with the yeah, bloodline. And that I would, that. That'd be fine. I'm okay with that. I I, I don't expect it because I kind of think a ladder match opens, but if this opens, that's, that's fine. I expect a really good match. Crowd's going to be hot. Finn's going to be off the hook, but Seth wins. I don't know. <laughs> you, want the, you want the Finn Damien thing. I want Finn and Damien, but here's my thing with Finn. This is the issue that has plagued Finn, is what they've rebuilt Finn using this feud, right? Using the World Heavyweight Championship feud was to initially get it, and then now they're using the stuff between him and Seth, because they're going back to history where it's the title Finn never lost. The title Finn had to give up, and he's never even come close to regaining since he hurt himself like he was on a roll he just come up from nxt he was at the height of his popularity and then he fucks his shoulder up right and then he's out for like eight nine months and he comes back and he's lost in the shuffle because he just got left behind in that time that he was away and he's kind of done stuff here and there he went back to nxt he reinvented himself he came back. He's kind of sort of just been middling around in the in the mid card. And now he's started to climb back up with Judgment Day. They had a little bit of a loss there, but now he's coming back. They're rebuilding him. And my worry with Finn is if he loses to Seth here, especially clean, 
What do you do with Finn Balor? Where does he go? That's that's my question. What happens to him? Because you've done a good job of rebuilding him. You've got the stuff with Damien. Because the other... the Okay, so the other side is Seth wins. Damien gets the briefcase. Damien could cash in on Seth that night. Damien wins the title. It could happen. And Finn's like... And that causes the issues between Damien and Finn. Or Damien makes it a three-way, similar to what Seth did when he did his cash-in. And Damien screws Finn. And now all of a sudden, Damien Priest is a champion. He's usurped Finn Balor as the leader of Judgment Day. And Finn Balor's got to deal with that. And you move Finn away from Seth and you set up the feud with Damien between Damien and Finn. And you go from there. Or Finn could win the title. They could make Finn your champion. I mean, think about it. Again, Damien Priest wins money in the bank. Dominic Mysterio beats Cody Rhodes. Finn Balor wins the World Heavyweight Championship. Rhea's got the women's title. There's Judgment Day, standing tall, riding the riding the wave of success. Mm-hmm. You need to begin to build that next big faction because Bloodline is breaking apart. And you've had Judgment Day and it's had its moments, but so far it's just kind of been eh. Because it hasn't really had an identity and they've done a really good job of beginning to give it back its identity. I want Finn to win. I'm, I'm going to pick Finn. It won't be Finn. It'll be Seth. But I want Finn to win. Okay. We'll... Wrestler one. That would be the world heavyweight champion, Seth Rollins. Eight ball Finn, most likely. I'm screwed. It's agreeing with me. Um, your women's tag team championships are on the line as Ronda and Shayna defend against Liv and Raquel. I see no reason for the titles to move. No. None. Zero. Zilch. Whatsoever. No offense to Liv and Raquel. There's no reason for the titles to move. Nope. You just put them on Ronda and Shayna to run with it. Ronda, these are Ronda's belts. Um, match will be solid, but this is Ronda's belts for now until they figure out what else she wants to do. <laughs> Pretty much the game. Name of the game right now. And that's fine. Let them be champs. Gives them yeah. something to do. Keeps her out of the singles picture for now. Keeps her relevant. Gets her back on television. And they can do a lot of different things with people in NXT on the main roster. There's a lot of people that Shayna and Ronda can work with and get, boost some star power into those matches. Liv, Raquel should be challenging Asuka, Charlotte, Bianca for the... Oh, she's on well. Um, But she should be challenging um, Rhea for a world championship. Like, she should be in that title picture right now. That, that's where she needs to be. That It should be Raquel and Rhea at, at SummerSlam. If, if you do Becky and Trish one more time at SummerSlam, it should be Raquel and, and, and Rhea for the title. That's where Rhea should be... Uh, Raquel should be going. That should be her, fo- her focus from here on out. So... I'm going around and Shane retain. Same. I want to revisit Cody and Dominic real quick because I remember something. Okay. And there's someone we did not take into account. Who? Boo Boo. No. Just, just hear me out. Okay. So Dominic wins. The RS should say Dominic versus Cody. Conspicuously absent has been Bray Wyatt. He's not been on our TV since. Right after the Royal Rumble. Right after the Royal Rumble. So it's months. And he's been away dealing with shit and good on him. I hope he's doing better. Um, but somebody, a set of somebodies, are getting their skins in 2K23. They came out, they're coming out very soon. The DLC for Uncle Howdy and Bray Wyatt is getting ready to drop. Wouldn't it be convenient and a wonderful marketing opportunity if, say, I don't know, Uncle Howdy 
perhaps shows up and begins to haunt one Cody Rhodes. Because as we know, or at least I know because I remember stupid shit, the start of Bray Wyatt's story in WWE all those years ago is tied directly to Cody. When one Husky Harris was coached by Cody Rhodes on NXT, the original version, which morphed into the Nexus, which morphed into Randy Orton punting dear, sweet, husky in the head, and he was just never the same after that. But the point is, is that Cody and Bray's stories are linked. We talk about hard times. We talk about Cody having to walk that hard road and telling that story before he can get to Roman. Ghosts from the past don't die. And if Bray is healthy, which is the rumor, and Bray is penciled in for a return, which is, again, the rumor, and I haven't gotten to talk about Bray's ass for months because he's been gone, and I'm going to work him into this show because it's the goddamn 11th anniversary of this show, then it just seems like perhaps the stars are aligning that we could see something happen with between Bray and Cody. I don't know what, but you could begin to have Uncle Howdy haunt Cody Rhodes in anticipation of Bray Wyatt's return. Whatever it's going to be, because we don't know who or how or what it will be when Bray Wyatt comes back. There will not be another um, White Rabbit Chase, I can promise you that. But whatever it is, they're likely going to hit the reset button again on the character because I don't think what he did with the LA Knight stuff went over that well, which I think is in part what maybe triggered some of his issues. Um, Not saying, just, you know, speculating, hopefully not. But a lot of people didn't seem to be into it, so we will see if perhaps when one Bray Wyatt begins to haunt a Cody Rhodes. It's too early because Brock is Cody's source to finish, so... That's my statement on that. Let me have this. I'm just just putting out factual statements. That's all. So for Brent, who's let li- me have this. So for Brent, who's listening to the podcast because he has to get the picks, we're on the women's tag team match. Wheel wrestler two, the challengers. Liv and Raquel. And eight ball does do Ronda does Ronda retain? Nope. Says the sources. Nope. Okay. Just They're so, just, just so, so Brent, who has to recap this for the pickle, now he knows. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Championship is on the line when Guter, who is your champion and will be over as fuck, takes on Matt Riddle, who is likely to be over as fuck as well. Guter. Guter. But <laughs> I expect this to be really, really, really hard hitting. Matt's chest will be ripped off his body. Come. They're gonna. Saturday. They're going to have to get his nipple out of the fifth row. Yeah. Riddle's not going to win. It's just another match for Gunther to dominate. That That's pretty much the story here. Gunther is going to win. I think Matt Riddle is still in the process of rebuilding trust. Yeah. So, and as Whit and I like to talk about, he's not exactly family friendly. No, no, he's not. So, you yeah. know. Anyway, Gunther, Gunther, wheel. Wrestler 2. Riddle. Mm, interesting. A-ball, Gunther. Concentrate and ask again. Do I have to? A-ball, Riddle. No. No for Riddle, so Gunther retains. Okay. All right. In our final match, your main event, the Bloodline story amount. The Bloodline Civil War. Storyline two-ish years in the making. The official Bloodline, Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa, with Paul Heyman, taking on the Usos. 
Jay and Jimmy. So, would you like to know that? Hmm. So, Money in the Bank, 10 years ago. Actually, so we'll start here. This will probably be your main event. 10 years ago at Money in the Bank. Can you name the pre-show match? It was the Usos versus the New Day, I bet. No. Close. It was the Usos versus somebody. It was the Usos the, the taking on the current WWE Tag Team Champions at that point. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, 10 years ago, mm. on the kickoff show of Money in the Bank. 10 years later, they are the hottest acts in sports and entertainment. Like you do. Just want to throw that out there. Um, I very much doubt Randy could tear Gunter apart, uh, just because Randy's health, at least in terms of wrestling, is not wonderful. We could see an RKO coming soon. Throwing that out there. He should be back very shortly. Actually, Randy could attack Cody as well. Yeah, he could. There's but, history between those two as well. Yeah. Anyway, so two weeks ago, the so big many options. So many options. Two, three weeks ago, the big kick card around the world when when the Usos laid the final nail in the coffin, where Jay said, "You're out, and I'm out too," and kicked the head off of Roman Reigns. That was so good. The so cathartic. It's like so yes, good. such great entertainment, such great storytelling. We've been waiting for Jay to do that for years, and he finally did it. It's like, oh, oh, this is great. This is perfect. This is everything I could ever want. Long-term storytelling at its finest. It was great. It, it's been fantastic. It was like Jay's decision, Jay's decision, and he made it. And he, he's, and they set the story in motion for this civil war to finally come to a head and money in the bank. It's going to be really good. The drama of this is like the match itself is probably be fine but the the ending is what everyone's gonna wonder where does solo factor in on this is he gonna is rowan gonna do something that causes solo to go like i'm out or does rowan reigns figure out a way to come out on top the usos have to figure out okay how do we defeat the guy who hasn't been been defeated in whatever it is so many months and days since he lost to baron corbin on on a smackdown or was you know, lost by DQ in a singles match to Xavier Woods and the two tag team defeats. Can someone finally put Roman Reigns down for the count? Are Jimmy and Jay the guys to finally do it? I don't think they do it in a tag match. I think Solo will eat it if they lose. But it's like, if the Usos win, where do you go in the story? I think it depends on who takes the loss. Because obviously now... The Usos have broken free, and the whole the whole way that Roman has kind of maintained the bloodline, at least in the beginning, was he was, I'm going to say it, physically and verbally abusive. And he broke them down, and he broke them down, and he broke them down until the point that they were willing to follow him, both Jay and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Solo didn't have to go through that, which we've highlighted several times on the show, that Solo was just allowed to join. He didn't really have to earn his stripes. And so I feel like here Solo's going to have to start to earn his place just a little bit. So you're having the drama of brother versus brother. The Usos taking on their baby brother Solo and having to fight Solo and bring and possibly even try to redeem Solo by saying he's no good for you. He's using you. He doesn't care about you. He's going to do to you what he did to us. Mm -hmm. 
and you have them try to redeem Solo. And it could be in that moment that they're able to pick up a victory somehow where one is distracting Solo and the other sneaks up behind him, gets the, gets the quick roll up and Solo eats the pin. And that's where you have the dissension begin between Roman and Solo. Because Roman, you know, you could have even Roman acknowledge later on, I get it. They're your brothers. You were distracted, but don't do it again. Because Roman's all about maintaining power and holding on to power, and it's very, very rapidly slipping from his fingers. He's watching it all fall apart. He's trying to stop it, and he doesn't know how because he can't. He can't stop it. There's no way. Mm. So it's a question of he has to, because it's like he has to hold on to Solo. So he's going to make sure that he brings Solo into line one way or another. Because Solo's technically loyal right now, but if there's even the hint, like if Solo even hesitates at any point in this match... That's going to be it for Roman. Mm-hmm. So I can see the Usos running destruction and getting the getting the pin on Solo. I can also see Heyman possibly costing them the match. Roman and Solo, that is. Where Heyman screws up and Heyman and Roman begins to drive Heyman away. Maybe. Because that's, that's going to be the, the other interesting tournament is, okay, you have the Usos walk away. And you have Heyman, who is supposedly loyal. Loyal. As long as the check's clear. Heyman is loyal. He's loyal to the championship. So what happens if the championship becomes in danger? What happens when the championship moves? Heyman's alliance moves. Because he only follows the champion. He's the keeper of the title. He doesn't, you know, he's loyal to Rowan until he's no longer needed to be loyal to Rowan. The outcome of this matchup doesn't really matter in terms of story in, in the long term. Because it all matters what do you do at SummerSlam. Because that's when Roman should, in theory, defend the world, the, the, the undisputed universal championship. Who, who does he go against? There's no one in the story who he shouldn't, outside of the bloodline, that he, he should defend against. Do you do a three-way or a four-way for the title? Do you do Jay versus Roman for the championship? Do you put Solo as a referee in a triple threat? Like, what do you do coming out of this? Because that's where this all lies, is one of them, of the three has to take on Roman for the title. Is it Solo versus Roman at SummerSlam for the heavy, the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship? I mean, what if Solo turns? He could. It, it, there's many different scenarios that are being thought of, worked on, they're, they're thinking about it. Apparently there was a scenario that was secretly worked on a week ago with featuring the Usos and Solo. That they're pl- they were working on an angle of how to do it. It's going to be interesting come Saturday. It's where does your loyalty lie? Does your loyalty lie with your blood family in terms of your brothers? Or does it lie with your extended family in terms of Roman? How much more does Solo really have to gain from his association with Roman? The answer is, by standing by his side, not a lot, right? Like, mm-hmm. he might win a secondary title if he gets put in the situation, but he's gone about as far as he can go being Roman's heavy. Yeah. And with the exit of the Usos, it's like, well, now it's all on me, and now I gotta do his shit on my own, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to deal with that. And plus, Solo's been a witness to Roman's treatment of the Usos. Like, WWE put out a, an Instagram post where they were highlighting Roman's abuse of the, of the Usos. Like, him, him being a dick to him and beating him up and everything. And Solo's born witness to all of that. And Solo's the type that, at least the way that they write him, that it's, he's not going to take that shit. So I can see Roman getting on him for it. And he's like, you know, Roman starts down that road with Solo, and Solo's like, I don't think so. We're not going to play that game. 
Yeah. And decks him. And it's like, I want, I want your title. Because the other thing that we didn't really talk about is the possibility of, I know they have a match and I know it's really far-fetched, but what if Solo decides I want in on the money in the bank? I want Roman's title. And he, say, takes out somebody in the men's money in the bank, someone like Ricochet, let's say, or Santos. And you have Solo come in and try to take the money in the bank. And he gets it. And Roman thinks, oh, I'm sitting pretty because I've, you know, I, I've got the money in the bank locked up. We've talked about this scenario before. Solo wins the money in the bank. Roman's got it in the bag. What if at the end of, of money in the bank, Solo cash, you know, wins it, cashes in on Roman and takes the title? He was in the match, yeah. Well, you have Solo basically just beat somebody up. Because depending on where the men's money in the bank falls, because we don't know that Solo isn't working with his brothers. We don't know that they aren't setting up Roman for his own downfall. They could be working together this whole time. They could be playing Roman, much in the same way that they played Sammy. Like, yeah, 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 cuz, we're going to humor you. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. They're all looking at that title. It's the Julius Caesar thing. Maybe. Who wins? Oh, God, I don't know. I think just for the sake of storytelling, I want to see the Usos win. Just for the drama of it, where they, because they they are the best tag team in the biz, according to them. If anybody knows tag team wrestling, it is the Usos. Mm-hmm. Going against Roman and Solo, who are not on great footing, but they're not on bad footing. Um, and Roman's got a lot on his mind. Roman's not going to be there 100% mentally because he's dealing with all of this. And now he's going to have a new threat in, if this goes on as the main, of the men's money in the bank. And now he's going to have to be looking over his shoulder. He has two less people willing to help him. He solidified his power with the bloodline and now he's losing it. So I think just for the drama, I say the Usos. Roman, who's solo? They find a way to win. Will? Wrestler 2. Stop agreeing with me. It was so close to going to Wrestler 3, by the way. It's a sign. It was riding the line. Eight ball Usos? Eight ball went Usos. I'm screwed. <laughs> Stop agreeing with me! But that does it for our show. It does. You go to facebook.com slash groups as well. Talk Radio Network. Leave your picks. Or facebook.com slash well. Talk Radio Network. Leave your picks. You have it until Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern to get your picks in. And yeah, you're not the AEW expert. You are, in fact, the AEW expert. So, here we are. Not the AEW You are, in fact, the AEW expert. <laughs> How can I be an expert of something I don't watch? It's very, very simple. Anyway, that'll do it for 11 years of The Rack. Live right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Saturday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. It's CB, or it's Fortnite with Friends. Followed by CB Radio at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. This Sunday, WTR Sunday Night Russell Talk Radio is back at 10 p.m. Eastern to review Money in the Bank. We'll be back live Monday night for the Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back live next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, to review Money in the Bank. Speaking of reviews, check out the Rec Extra Reviews, The Ultimate Gamer's Cookbook, available now on all podcasting platforms whether that's Stitcher Apple Spotify you name it just search the Rack Radio Show for this podcast that podcast and every other podcast from the Rack it's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms that's that Wild Talk Radio it's facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network chat if you have that Amazon Prime link it to your Twitch account it's called Prime Gaming you support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen 
And as always, you can use creator code ROCKINSOCK or... Lynn's M. Ward. In the Fortnite item shop or Epic Game Store. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lynn's Ward, L-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lynn's Ward, where I stream Genshin Impact and Honkai Star Rail. So, you know, we, we had failed summons for Kuocha, but I you, I fixed it today. It's fine. We're all good. Um, the creepy coffee man has come home. And he is built. I just have to level him. So we have that going on. You can also check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at symbol lens board, where you can like, subscribe, ring the bell, do all the things over there. You can also check out lensboard.rockradioshow.com or just look for lensboard on the YouTubes. But do the thing, because, you know, I, 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 I need followers. So... I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you had fun. This is our 11th anniversary. Thank you so much for the congratulations. Thank you to everybody who listens to this show, whether you listen to it live, whether you listen to it in the archives. We are, as always, super appreciative to everybody who enjoys our content. Um, Whether it's the main show, whether it's the Rack Extras, whether it's the Fortnite streams, what have you. We are always appreciative to everybody who listens, so thank you very, very much. Um, And yeah we couldn't do it without you and speaking of not being able to do it without you please go over to youtube.com and check out mbg films youtube.com slash mbg 1211 i needed to make sure i didn't screw it up for the final time on the show um because i hit it the first i heard i was watching i was waiting she went back to the sheet for to look at it i know that's exactly what she scrolled up and looked at it yeah, I scrolled up and looked at it because it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me get it. But yes, youtube.com slash mbg1211 for Matt's content because he's amazing and awesome. And he's supported the show ever since we met him. And he's a wonderful person. So please go like, subscribe, and ring the bell on his channel as well. So for Rock, I'm Lizzie Ward. You've been listening to The Rock 11 years. And we will see you next week for not 11 years. Anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs>